May I speak in the name of the living God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My life as a sportsman has known many weak beginnings and um, basically no follow-through ever. Um, Was a creature ever created so unable to play sport as me? One of the many, many, many attempts I have tried at different sports is that, at least in as much as golf is a sport, I spent two years trying to learn how to play golf. There's few things quite as humiliating as um, getting your golf stick, that I learned to call a club, and uh, teeing up your... Um, I used to buy quite expensive golf balls because they, were, they had a very subtle pattern on them that would help the ball fly true. And I had a nice bag, you know. Everything was... Uh, and my shoes and my little sort of ghastly golfing clothes, which were never very fashionable. And I would tee up my ball and then sort of look at the, look at the hole and, you know, think exactly, absolutely straight. And, I'd, you know, I would settle myself and um, then swing the club and miss the ball completely, um, which, alas, it is, it is very hard to recover when people weep with laughter as they watch you playing the game. And um, I tried smaller and smaller and smaller, you know, pitch and putt, then just putting, and I simply could not get the ball in the hole. Um, I want you to keep this slightly embarrassing image of me completely failing to play golf in your mind as we think of Lent. Because, as you may know, sin in the Holy Scriptures, in the Greek Scriptures, the word for sin means the word miss. Uh, We don't commit sins, we commit misses, and specifically, missing a target. Throughout the Greek scriptures, this is how sin is described to us, not as something positive in itself, rather a failure, a missing. We are created by God to love, to love one another and to love God and to take joy in that love. We are meant to hit the mark. And when we fall away from it, when we fall away from love, that is sin. Now, many of us were brought up to see sins as a list of of taboos, a list of things not to do. Do not worship false gods. Do not bear false witness. Those of us who were brought up in the Anglican Church may remember in the Book of Common Prayer, uh, at still, every Eucharist begins with reciting the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not. Now the Ten Commandments continue in force, of course, and we do well to reflect on them deeply in Lent. But in the light of the gospel, 
the Ten Commandments are secondary. We can think of them as operating like road signs, no U-turn, no stopping here, no parking except on Sundays and so on. The, the Ten Commandments define the edges of what's possible. They don't actually tell us directly how we should live, how we should reach the target that God wants for us. And a focus on sin as a list of do not do, a, a list of prohibitions, can encourage in us a sort of um, casuistry that leads to being very scrupulous. You might remember in the Hollywood, in the Hayes Code before the Second World War, if a man and a woman were shown in bed, the man always had to have his foot on the floor because as long as he had his foot on the floor, he couldn't commit adultery. Um, would that it were so. Um, uh, but technically, Hayes Code said that wasn't adultery. Of course, that sort of reckoning is not only the way of madness, it's also to totally, totally ignore the force of the scriptures. In the Gospels, Jesus explicitly redefines the commandments. In the Beatitudes, as Moses stood on the mountain in Sinai receiving the commandments of God, Jesus reinterprets standing on the mountain in the Sermon on the Mount, reinterprets the Hebrew Bible Instead of a, there are commandments of things not to do, but on the whole, Jesus is saying, live like this, be salt, be life, be love, take comfort, do not despair, trust that God is with you. Jesus puts the road signs away. Rather, he stands pointing in the right direction at the target. And he gives us two new commandments. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your mind and with all your soul and with all your strength. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The commandments of Christ are not commandments to avoid things. There are commandments to focus on things. And notice, by the way, there are four commandments in those two. You shall love. You shall love the Lord your God. You shall love yourself. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus wants us to, to become aware of our inner dispositions of our inner selves and how our life within us is lived with God. And so, for example, he says it's not enough merely not to commit murder. We must not be people of anger or hate or bitterness because that is the mind of the sort of person who commits murder. Our focus, rather, 
should be on God and love and hope. And we need to heal our inner dispositions through the grace of the Lord. St. Paul puts this very well. Whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, if there is any excellence and anything worthy of these things, a praise, think on these things. In the New Testament, our life with God is reinterpreted as a direction, a direction for all that we do, for all that we think and all that we are, towards love. Now, this does not mean we do not fail. In fact, judged against such a standard, we may become bitterly aware of our own failure to love and so our need to repent. The commandments of the New Testament are positive commandments. Jesus takes up the teaching of Isaiah. This is what Isaiah says about fasting. Is not this the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every fetter, Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, to bring the homeless poor into your house, when you see the naked to cover them, and not to hide yourself from those who love you? So, dear brothers and sisters, as we come to prepare for Lent and to reflect on how God is calling us during this time of fasting, I invite you to reflect deeply on the teaching of Christ. Sin is not simply the avoidance of wrong. Sin is our failure, according to our Saviour, our failure to be people of love. May God give us the grace to reshape our lives around the commandments of Christ. Amen.